And is there a blue balls joke to be made here? <laughs> yeah, I was just ready to <laughs> everywhere. Oh, okay, okay, that's too much. And the explosion. Hold on. Yeah, we're, we'll be we'll be we'll be bleeping that one. Sorry, my bad. Uh, and then John had to go ruin it for us. <laughs> well. What I will have to say is that in the past, I feel we uh, might be prone to patting ourselves on the back a bit sometimes. Fair. To your credit, you didn't go 0-3 this week, so I take it as a win. So 2-1. You know, I'm I'm still a little bit out of it. 9-12 in the year. uh, Or 10-12. Yes, 9-12. 12 9-12 in the year. We were 27-27 and as a podcast. We're now up to 34-28-1, so we're well over 50%. So Respectable. Very respectable. Uh, but I, I, we can't get uh, no complacency here. No. So, we got to keep it going. You know, later in the podcast, we're going to give our nine best picks. Uh, I don't. I believe that there is no hand-holding. There are some games where there are some spreads and an overtaken maybe. Well, it, it, I guess it's, I don't this, well, uh, it's, it's still pre-show banter, so I will tell you. There would have been a lot of hand-holding because we apparently, or my brain is working like, you two morons' brains, because I, as I was going through my picks, I made sure I went in and said this week, I want to have separate picks from the boys, no handhold. They want to give nine actual picks. And I went through at least three or four that you guys already had. You already had locked in. You guys put them in the spreadsheet first so you get them. I do my work on Thursday during your show. You put one in uh, early, though, because you definitely wanted that one. I saw uh, that one. I got that one in nice and quick. Uh, we knew that yep. was going to be yep. played. We'll get yep. to that. But So we're on the same wavelength, so it's either going to be really good or really bad. We'll and see the key, happens. The key for us, though, is, too, is last week, just all betters all over the place killed Vegas last week. So it's these weeks coming up that are going to set us apart where Vegas tries to make it more difficult so they can kind of recoup a little bit, and yep. we're still going to find the spots to make money. All right, let's start here with Shimes 3-0 and o week. Right back to the horse that I picked last week, and I'm taking Green Bay laying 3.5 against Houston. Uh, Houston sucks. I just love the over here. Over 56 in Seattle, Arizona. I'm just, I'm going over. I'm holding your hand on this pick, Mike. I am also taking the over in this game. It's no question. This was my favorite pick of the week. So, full transparency, in the real world, that line ended up moving, and I ended up losing money on it. But when I got it here on the podcast, I nailed it. Smoked it, got it to they. They hit exactly fifty-one, so we got it by half a point in that Pittsburgh Tennessee game. Uh, but it was twenty-seven twenty-four with twelve minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and I said specifically to John, I said, "I swear to God, if this game ends twenty-seven to twenty-four, I am going to punch something <laughs> square in the nuts." And uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, and it just nobody scored. Nobody scored. Well, we're missing on. field goals. I mean, we're this missing. is where it goes back to the, the kicker is really Just. being an issue for you specifically. I, I, I can't – well, I'll complain on my picks in a second, but you have been screwed by kickers more than any you know, so coach or fan times. base combined in the history of football based on your picks this weekend. You I know, missed weekend. I missed an adjusted line where I got the Chiefs at minus 9.5 oh. against the Bills because of a missed extra point. I missed a huge Chiefs tease earlier in the year because of a mi- missed extra point. I missed on week one with the Tennessee Titans because Steven Kuskowski can't hit field goals to save his life, and then he comes back and screws me again. That would have been the fourth leg in a four-leg parlay, like the fourth leg of a parlay that would have hit if he hits 
it's a that field goal. That's all I needed. The one field goal. I didn't care who won the game. I needed the field goal. Didn't get it. Steven Goskowski have been two frightening words all season long for the Titans. Nah, not for the Titans, for Chris John. <laughs> for Chris John's bank but, account. But you know what? Halloween weekend this weekend, too. Spookiest think, thing you could ooh. be is if, if, if Steven Guskowski knocks on your door on Halloween night and asks for away. candy, running kick away. him square in the balls. Yep, oh, square cue, in the nuts. Cue the Chris Berman Halloween jokes. <laughs> but to be, to be fair, I, you know what? I guess maybe a lot of my picks I just need to put in right after the podcast because if I had done that, I would have got it. Well, luckily, yep. one yep. of us did put their picks in uh, right after the podcast. <laughs> 50, I feel like it's kind of a low number, so I like the over 50 in Bengals and Browns. I'm going to go with the hometown game and another total. I've got the 49ers and Patriots breaking the 43.5 point total. I will lock that in before that goes away. Make sure we get this uploaded quick (laughs) because the entire Raiders offensive line has coronavirus. Turns out none of that was true, but uh, it ended up working out anyway because Tom Brady threw a million touchdown passes and the Buccaneers smocked the Raiders. That game that, was yeah, close was good... to start, and then they just separated fast. Good job by you to get that in. That was a blowout early, and you're watching the Pats struggle, flipping over, watching Brady carve up that Raiders secondary. That was fun. And I did take I did take the over in the Patriots uh, 49ers game. Unfortunately, missed that because uh, you know Patriots can't score points. Foot, period. Foot came off the gas there. But who? How about a little DFS ding dong here, Shime? Who do we like on the 49ers this week? I uh, love, love, love Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Wadi. Yeah, Jamichael Hasty this week. Uh, Tevin Coleman's working his way back, but he'll be on a pitch count. Jarek McKinnon also on a pitch count. Might not even play very much. Jamichael Hasty's going to start this game, uh, and he is like only five thousand dollars on DraftKings right now. If you listen today. During the fantasy brief with Shyman Keefe at uh, 1245, we had Jermichael Hasty in our million-dollar lineup, had to take a shot in the dark somewhere. That was our guy, uh, and, and so we're uh, we're feeling it this week. All right, let's check on our man Mutt this past week. Let's hear it. I think the Browns should be favored by more than three points, so I know they're on the road. Give me the Browns <laughs> minus three at Cincinnati this weekend. <laughs> For some reason, the, the total's 50 and a half. Do you want to know Punch those? the over, 50 and a half, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. The value is gone in this play. I'll admit I'm already in a plus three and a half, but I'm going to take the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan coming into New England. That was the mutt push sounder you heard there. So mutt. Yeah, he uh, wasn't. Sure. It sounds like I got. Hold on. Yeah, he I was not wrong. wrong. There's got to be a more neutral sound for push. I literally no. have a Dale and Keith push sounder where it's just Keith going push, 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 push. Well, a push is better than losing. It, yes. It's not winning, but it's better than losing. And again. You were talking about kickers, and, and I, this is the first time I really got hit by this this year, so I can't complain the way Shime can complain. But Cody Parkey, famous for the Chicago double doink, is lining <laughs> up for an extra point to make it a four-point victory for the Browns. <laughs> he, he shanks the extra point, and even the body language going in, he looked like he was going to miss the extra point. You could tell as he's walking up, he was not confident in the kick. He misses. It's three. So on the podcast I push in real life, guess what? I got the wrong side of the number. I, That's one where I missed. I had three and a half, and that did not work out for me in my basement screaming. My poor son wondering why I give a shit about an extra point for Cleveland and Cincinnati. And that's why I do, son, because you're not going to college. Thanks to Cody Park. I, uh, the text exchange was tremendous because they're, Cleveland's driving down the field. And I'm like, Mutt, we still have a chance here. And Baker throws a touchdown pass, to which I respond, Baker, 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 in all caps. And immediately, because I'm on a delay, because I have to stream the games, because I don't have regular cable, Mutt texts back <laughs> almost immediately, oh, Chris, dot, dot, dot. Because <laughs> you hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet. And then I witnessed the missed extra point, and oh, Mutt said, no. I need to go take a walk. 
That I think is, I, was that a nice, is depressing. I think I actually went up. I think we went outside and played catch. It was a nice Ooh, day still go. in the afternoon. Got the football out, had some catch, got out of my system, and came back to watch the afternoon games. Uh, that was a. Uh, that was not fun. Right, but the well, other two hits, so two, I'll take two and one. What's my season-long record now, Sean? Your season-long record, Mutt, 12-8-1. You're uh, technically you. in second place behind me, who's now 13-8. and eight. And then John pulling I up the we rear said we 9 gonna, and 12. I thought we said we weren't going to pat ourselves on the back. We're not. We're going to stay humble, and we're going yeah, we're we to keep trucking along. I'm staying humble. We are staying humble. 13 and 8 is not good enough. It's not good enough, John. All right, let's hit a quick uh, little news segment before we get to our picks this week. We'll hit on more of some of those uh, teams we maybe didn't analyze a little bit there. Big news coming down the last hour. Julian Edelman probably not going to play this weekend against the uh, Buffalo Bills. But has the line moved a lot? This is a, this is a line mover. I, I typed it in before uh, the Edelman injury, and it appears we still got it, it has moved. So the Bills are now favored by four. I had uh, I had three and a half, so it looked like it moved half a point. Yeah, that line is now uh, in some in some places at three and a half. It's the best number you can get. We look at DraftKings; it's sitting at four. But yes, it moved immediately. Uh, half a point to a point, uh, and I guess no surprise because Edelman is considered the best receiver of a really crappy receiving core. I'm not sure how much it affects the game. I probably would have the same opinion on this game either way, uh, but it does project. You mentioned a little fantasy ding-dong here, uh, Anderson. Um, I, would, I would not be afraid in some Millie lineups to throw a little Jacoby Myers uh, you have on your to. plate. Somebody's no one's going to play him. I, I would be. He's a, he's a starting receiver in this game. Nobody's going to play him. Wait, so you can Saber play any receiver week. you want in these lineups, right? Yes. Yeah. And you're, I, I have, there I are hundreds of options yeah, I would but take you have a budget. So this allows but you, if you take Jacoby no. Myers, it allows you to stack yourself with guys like A.J. Brown and Tyler Lockett and Devontae Adams and, and all the higher – and Derrick Henry and all the higher-priced guys because you're spending less money don't on man, a valuable Don't position. mansplain this to me. I'm not. I'm just telling I'm not, you. We're, we're not mansplaining it to you, but, but hold on. I, I will mansplain it to you because you're, you're talking like we're talking just on talent. When you're talking about a millionaire lineup, okay, to, to win the millionaire maker outright, you have to have kind of a wacky lineup. You have to yeah. have players that guys don't have. And so I'm not saying that he's likely to have this great game – uh, but I'm saying that he, in the position he's going to be in, the amount of targets he's going to see, I'll punch him up here. He is he's 3,500. So you're taking a player who's going to be minimally owned in this game. He's a lottery ticket, but you know, shot, you know, Anderson going in, he's going to play a lot. He's going to start at receiver for the Patriots alongside Demir Bird. So I'm j- I'm not playing him in cash or any sort of small field tournament stuff, but in the Millie Maker especially. Uh, I might take a shot with Jacoby Myers because no one's going to play him, and he's going to play a lot in this game on Sunday. That's uh, my point. We'll get into Buffalo, New England a little bit, but let's let okay. uh, let's allow Shime to kick things off here since he uh, went three and zero this week. I uh, sure did. Uh, so my first pick of the week, uh, I'm going to go out to uh, Indianapolis, Detroit. I'm going to go under fifty here. Uh, it just it seems like too many points to me. Uh, I know Detroit's defense isn't great. Indy's defense though has been pretty good all year, and they only scored forty five total points in Atlanta, Detroit last week. And those are two of the teams with the worst defenses, and they didn't even reach 50. I don't like, I, I think that number's too high. I think Vegas is still adjusting for the amount of people betting the overs. I wouldn't be shocked if this line moves up a little bit and you get even a better number uh, over the next couple of days, but I'm going under here in uh, Indianapolis and Detroit. Admittedly, one of the games that I would have taken uh, had, had I not looked down and, and looked at your picks uh, and just put my picks up there blindly. 
because these two teams don't really want to. Oh, I know the Colts don't want to throw. Maybe the, maybe the Lions do at some level. These but teams just the Colts, don't want to score points. No, that, they that don't. too. And so I, I am very friendly with the under in this game. I'm fine with that. I'm get pick. By the way, Mutt, before Mutt's first pick, uh, bye weeks yeah. this week. Cardinals, Jaguars, Texans, uh, Washington football team, the team as it's called. So yes. yeah, crappy for daily fantasy. We get no Kyler Murray. We get no uh, Deshaun Watson. No Will Fuller. So you're, you're, you're some down some weapons. No Kyle Allen. Yeah, Kyle Allen. <laughs> no Terry McLaurin, more importantly. <laughs> good, good job by you. By the way, that uh, Zeke trade I updated you guys on last week. Yeah, two where's the, that Two right of now? the three components are now injured that I gave to him. <laughs> so <laughs> Joe Mixon and Kenyon You said Drake. fleecing. You literally just robbed him. I basically, just, I basically gave him Terry McLaurin for Zeke. Yeah. But Zeke might be bad, so. True. We'll see. I think the, it's more so the Cowboys. Up against Philly's week. All right, Mutt, you really, 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 you were up uh, with the birds this morning to pu- uh, plug this uh, pick in on the Google Doc. What do you got for us? Yeah, I like the Browns this week, boys. Uh, I'm going to go back to them. Glutton for punishment. They're hosting the Raiders. Um, and it's open at three and a half. Then I'm looking at, looking at right here. DraftKings currently offering it uh, in the great state of New Hampshire, two and a half. So I'm going to take the Browns minus two and a half for a couple reasons. One, this is a major Major mismatch in the offensive-defensive line. Miles Garrett didn't practice today. He was limited, but expectations he will play. Cleveland's been getting after every quarterback they play. The Raiders' offensive line, remember, they were the ones who were dealing with sort of a uh, a COVID issue, a COVID hangover. they got to wheel back and play a good defensive line. Uh, their defensive DVOA is 31st this year, 29th Oof. against the run. Just Cleveland has awful. the eighth-best rush offense in football. Kareem Hunt, plug him in all your lineups here this week, assuming he plays and expectation is going to. It's a high total game, and I'm not even sure it's going to be a high scoring game. I think the Browns are the much better team. I'll take the Browns minus three and a half against the Raiders, and hopefully Cody Parkey does not screw me at the end of this Don't game. Don't screw yourself. It's minus two and a half. Two and oh, a half. minus two and a half. So oh, give me Browns minus two and a half. Jeez, I'm looking. Start, open three and a half. Now it's two and a half. I'll scoop it at two and a half. To be honest, Mutt, this was also one of the picks I had thought about entering this week as well. Uh, Baker Mayfield, to his credit, looked en fuego. After yep. his first five throws last week. Started 0 for 5 with an interception. Odell Beckham comes out of the game, and Baker completes like his next 22 passes. Unbelievable job. By Are the Browns better without fancy. Odell Beckham, though? Uh, they might be. And, and you know what? Higgins, everybody. They get the ball Donovan Higgins. Peoples we'll Jones. Joe Thomas on at 11.45. Either way, I think Stefanski <laughs> carves up this uh, Vegas defense. So I'm, I, I like this pick much. So I'm going to stick, once again, we're slowly turning into a Browns and Bengals podcast. So one team that scores a lot of points, Shime. The Bengals. They do. What's another team that scores a lot of points? Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. And they got a low total this week, 53.5. It's actually a high total, but it's low for those two teams that are playing in the game. And so I'm not going to go with uh, my man Joey Covers, but we'll play the jungle music anyway just for the hell of it. But, oh, uh, yeah, I love these two teams. Quarterbacks are going off against the Titans defense. Uh, my, my brain has a hard time wrapping around why that's happening. But the Bengals, I think I was telling you this earlier, Sean. I think that the Titans are going to go up quick in this game, and the Bengals are just going to be throwing for the rest of the game, and it's basically going to turn into like a, a back and forth. Except the Titans will be up by fourteen yeah. <laughs> for like the entire time. This could time. easily hey, be hey, another hey. one of those. Tannehill goes over three hundred, and Derrick Henry goes over two hundred. Over the game. Tannehill game, oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. And you say even if they don't fall behind, Joey Burrows is throwing. He's number one in dropbacks, yeah. number one in pass attempts. And They're Nixon's not going to run. They're not. Gio they Bernard. Don't, no, Gio Bernard's not getting the ball in this game. He's going to throw the ball forty-five times. I don't care what the score is. Burrows is going to throw a ton this week. He, I feel like this is one of those situations though, where the where the running back go the good running back goes down, and it makes the team just do things better. that are more efficient because they don't actually know how to use the running back in yeah, efficient ways. They, it, well, it, even Gio Bernard will get the football, but it'll be because he's catching it out of the backfield when Burrow checks down. Right. But like, so uh, not to DFS ding dong again, but 
Another thing that I love, I love stacking players in this game, whether it's A.J. Brown. And A.J. Green's had 24 targets last two weeks. He just hasn't converted for a touchdown. It will be interesting to see who they put Malcolm Butler on, though, because he's been taking wide receivers out of games. I mean, sort of. It, I mean, it's not going to be like he, well, like he wouldn't take an elite. He wouldn't take AJ Brown out of a game. It's a bad no. example because they're on the same team. Yeah, well, but he, like he, he took, like he's he not took gonna, Claypool out of the game last week. Like he, he took was Claypool, Claypool out of the, the game. Entire so game? somebody, well, so somebody I don't, I don't think that was a Malcolm Butler thing though. I think that was by design because Deontay Johnson was healthy and in the lineup. Deontay Johnson, when he's healthy and in the lineup, leads the league in red zone targets and leads the league in like air yard share. Like Deontay Johnson is is Ben's go to guy when he's healthy and on the field. I think Claypool's big explosions earlier because Deontay Johnson was injured; he wasn't on the field, uh, and, and so I think that was almost by design. They didn't care that Butler was on Claypool; they were just going to throw to Johnson. They have too many receivers, and it kind of happens again this week. So you put Malcolm Butler on, say T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and AJ Green are going to get a million targets. But you that's put him on I, Tyler Boyd, I mean, and then it goes the to DFS T. Higgins. Goes, and, though, it's like who. who who is he going to get? Like, who is what wide receiver will they put Malcolm Butler? Just trying to predict that because at the same time they can, just, they can go elsewhere, and that's yes, that's good. That's good for the over. That's yeah. good for every other fant- like purpose besides the one guy who Malcolm Butler's on. Yeah, so that I guess that's why I would probably lean uh, like AJ Green and Tyler Boyd would be the guys. I if if I had to guess, I think Malcolm Butler's on T Higgins a lot. Could this be the AJ Green game? I think I think it could no. be. I mean, the guy's had 24 no. targets in two weeks. He just He's hasn't gotten in the end zone. Old. No, it's never going to be the A.J. Green day. I, it's, I, more chance it's the Drew it's like Sample 30. day than it He's, is the A.J. Green Oh, what happened is, last time we put money on Drew Sample, Mutt? And by the way, go check his box score. He's had like multiple catches in every effing game since. I mean, so, A.J. Yeah, I AJ Green's only 4,500 right now on DraftKings. I, I don't hate to play. In your Millie Maker lineups, I don't hate to play mm-hmm. because I think there's an opportunity there for him to get close to 100 yards and a touchdown. Hold on, though. Are you accounting for the fact that they have to put him in a wheelchair to get on the field yes. and then play in the game? Okay, yes. I, I, don't, I don't play yet. No He's chance. had 24 targets and 15 catches the last two weeks. Okay, Flips the doctor at 20, 20 and says, puncture my lung. Go ahead, All right, John. Sure. Uh, Speaking so, of puncturing no. lungs, your next pick. <laughs> My next pick, uh, I'm actually going to go to a different rookie quarterback here. I'm going to uh, Justin Herbert's taking on the uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, I love the Chargers laying three here at Denver. I know it's at Denver. It's not supposed to be snowy like it was last week, though. Justin Herbert has been lighting it up since he started for uh, the Chargers. I love this guy. And they I think they're 4-1-1 and against the spread uh, this season. And that that push, Herbert wasn't even playing. And I think even the loss against the spread, Herbert wasn't even playing. So, uh, honestly, I love the Chargers here laying three against a crappy Denver team. So, I, I'm gonna, I think I know the answer, but you guys can tell me. So, when you look at this line on multiple sports, book, sports books right now, Jesus... Uh, it is off the board. Is that because a Charger player tested positive for COVID today? Uh, yes, I would believe that is the case. DraftKings still has it up. I'm looking at it right now. So it's yeah, still uh, up there for DraftKings. DraftKings it's, doing us favors, huh? Last yeah, two they, weeks. they certainly are. Points bet, MGM, Sportsbook is listed as NA right now. Maybe it's a COVID thing. But just be aware, if you if you want to run to the, the book and place your bet right now, wherever you play, um, just and you're like, oh, Shine, where's my, why can't I bet it? It might, it might be because of the COVID positive test they had on the offensive line today. Yeah. Just pointing that out. I'm sure back out at some point. This is an obvious one, fellas. We know the weather's going to be bad. We know the Patriots' offense stinks. Why are we not hammering the under? Patriots-Buffalo, 52.5. It's not 52.5, that's why. What is it? It's 41. What? (laughs) Yeah, where'd you get 52.5? I saw you put this on the sheet, and I said to John, I go, that's the wrong number. And John goes, what do you mean? He's like, what is it? I go, it's 41. It's gone down from, it started the day at 43, it's down to 41. What in God's name was I looking at? That's no, a very 40, good question. I was wondering I got the same thing. My, my line is 41. I, I'm, and you know what that means? 
Now you have to play it. Now you yeah. got to double back. It just feels like there's going to uh, be no points scored in this game. Well, they're, they're, and, and now with Edelman out, they have to run the ball. Buffalo's offense is inconsistent at best. If the weather is as bad as we think it's going to be, we know it's going to be a running game anyway. And they didn't even score either a touchdown team, against the Jets! But they don't want to score a lot of points either way. The Patriots want to slow this down. They're playing one of the slowest paces in the league right now. They're going to hand it off. Left Damian Harris, right James White, up the middle Rex Burkhead. Uh, I was way off on the total here. Uh, and maybe I may just put it in wrong because I have it on my sheet here is 41.5. Now it's 41. I'll, I'll still take the under. It's a very it's a very low number. My guess is that's kind of like the dull play right now, kind of like the, the the fish play. But I see no points in this game. I think the offense for the Patriots is garbage. I would have taken the Patriots, but somebody else will talk about that game coming up. So I'll stick with the under, 41 points. Uh, and it's not 52 and a half. Just Correct. Letting it <laughs> there you for go. anyone who thought it was 52. Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> piggyback right off you, Mutt, because I've got last year I took the, I think it was like week two or three or something, I, my lock of like the century was the Bills uh, plus seven against the Patriots, and they did yep. me well. Except this year, the Patriots have Cam Newton possibly playing. I don't think I've ever seen him in the snow before, as far as I can remember. And they also cannot run a play. And for some, there's this narrative out there right now that Sean McDermott isn't a good coach. It, it just flipped from last year. Like last year, everyone was like, he's a good coach. And this year, people are saying, ah, he's middle of the pack. I think he's a great coach. It's just Sometimes his challenges of plays are questionable. Outside okay, so of that, that though, like he's that, a great coach. Okay, so that's, that, that's, I don't, even, I don't yeah. take that into consideration. Exactly. It, he's, he's a, he's a great coach. Uh, so I like the Bills. Uh, what, what are we at here? Three and a half. It moved, though. So we're yeah, at four. four. Yeah, I like, I like the Bills uh, favored by four against the Patriots. The Patriots, they can't run a play. They cannot run a play on offense. So like that that is so, that is the easiest pick thing to pick against in the and, world. And and their defense and we'll get into this on Thursday on the you know, highly rated Mud at Night show. As much as everyone's calling this the big Cam Newton game, isn't it the big Bill Belichick game? So he's Huge. the defensive mind. He they can't tackle that your guy Shanahan, quick note, gutted them last week. And he did it with all the Shanahan stuff you morons have talked about for two years. In motion. Uh, Debo Samuel behind the line, Swing Jeff Wilson to the left. edge, like, the over Patriots and over again, wide run, wide action. run. Why? It was it's all the stuff you knew he was going to run, and they still couldn't stop it. Josh Allen's going to have a bunch of rushing yards in this game. Devin Singletary left, Zach Moss right. Patriots are not going to be able to stop the run either. They have not done it all year. I I like this play, and I would have preferred this play, but you already had it, so I'll stick with the under. But I like this play. These are basically the same thing. The under yeah, and the, Buffalo. Just you like Buffalo? Yeah, you know, like parlay like, these. Parlay this is going to be like a an ugly like sixteen to three game. Like this is going to be just. Well, then we won't. Well, then we won't cover. We don't want that. Sixteen three is fine with you. Yes, what it you is. Seventeen to ten. Sixteen three Buffalo. Sixteen three. You want the under. And it's well, the oh, under. Oh, I was talking. Well, I was talking about the spread. It's four. Yeah, it's sixteen four. to three. three. You're covering oh, by thirteen, 13, 13 points. <laughs> Holy smoke! Wait, can we, can we, oh, let's we'll, start. We'll, this we'll, is we'll why delete, we'll, de- we'll delete that One. part. Well, three, two, shine. <laughs> start that previous sentence. Uh, I, I think this is going to be like a sixteen to three game. Yep, that's what I was going to say too. You yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Uh, All right, so, Sean, last pick. So my last pick this week is I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a have little five ballsy. seconds to give this pick. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Then we're moving. I'm gonna be a little ballsy. Kansas City right now laying nineteen and a half points against the Jets. I'm laying it all on the line, folks. I'm going to lay the points. City. It's, it's a shit ton of points, and I don't care. I'm going to lay the points. Hey, remember when the City. Bills were favored by seven, or the Vikings were favored by 17 against the Bills 2018, and then the Bills beat the Vikings 27 Yeah, but, like, this is the Jets, and it's Adam Gase, and it's Kansas City. Yeah, but there's a couple of those games a year where Sam Darnold just deals. Remember yeah, what they did and that Dallas was last, last week year? in Buffalo didn't cover. And, and this week, though, however, Kansas City's going to cover. They covered this spread against Denver last week in the snow. They're going to cover against the freaking Jets. 
I'm I'm laying the 19 and a half. I don't care how stupid it is. I'm laying the 19 and a half. I'm doing it. I'm, well, I'm going on record as saying you're not stupid. This bet is stupid. This is just <laughs> dumb. There's a million other games you can play on the board. Like imagine it's what is it? 27 to th- you know 27 to 3 and Sam Darnold hits uh you know d- Mims for a late touchdown and you get backdoor like 27-10. No way. Stay shine. No, you don't want that. There's so many other games to play. It's a full slate. Why are you betting this game? Ah, I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy. Oh, You're God. out of your mind. Yeah, uh, I know. I I'm am. gonna I'm gonna wrap up here in the uh, the black and blue of the AFC North. I'm gonna take the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now getting four wow. points. The number just went up while we're talking here. Live line movement here. Ooh. It was Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Now it's Pittsburgh it plus four. It moved. They're picking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I really like this Pittsburgh defense. We saw it last week for a long time. They're able to keep uh, your guy in check, Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry. They keep feeding the ball to. Uh, they're gonna play a Ravens offense that. I really like Lamar Jackson. I need to see the full the full scope of the offense this year. Maybe it's the knee. Maybe it's defenses are doing a better job with him. But that explosive number one, number one overall pick, dynasty quarterback for the next decade, he's not lived up to the hype. And I know they're coming off the bye week, but we see weird things sometimes off the bye. And I saw Pittsburgh last week not only play good defense, but with, Ch- with Claypool essentially taken out of the game, uh, they went to other receivers there. James Conner was able to get himself involved. And as I look at the money being bet on this game, the public loves it. 62% of the money uh, of bets, but 80% of the money is on Pittsburgh. I'm going to be with the public. I want Pittsburgh in the points. They might win it outright, but I'll take the four. Pittsburgh plus four against the Ravens. All right, I look. like this. Last one for me. When Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings travel outdoors and on the road against a team with a winning record. Except Seattle three weeks ago. Except against Seattle. Bet against Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings. Green Bay has their way. With Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's going to be just like the week one game. It's going to be 40 to 24, and 16 of those 24 points are going to be scored in garbage time. They did us dirty with that Seattle game, though, so we had had to update the record. And it's now that since 2015, Mike Zimmer teams outdoors on the road, they have never won the game, but they did cover the spread that one time. Well, they covered the spread twice because they tied the Packers that one time, too. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, this would have been my second pick because of the gospel narrative and because – uh, Minnesota essentially has waved the white flag on the season. I, I know Dalvin Cook's going to be back, but I really like this play up to like seven, seven and a half, maybe even eight points. So uh, I got a I'm, question for you too, Mutt. Yeah. I, speaking of this game, so it's the perfect way to round this out. Uh, I, I t- Tell me why I shouldn't do this, okay? Uh, I was looking at this board, and is it just me or... Or is this like the perfect week for a three-team tease? You get you get Green Bay. <laughs> no, three-team, six-point tease. You get Green Bay down to a half a point. This is like those okay. videos where you like – You get Tennessee the- getting a, po- a half a point. So uh, they can even tie the game and you still win. And then you get the Eagles against the freaking Cowboys at one and a half. How, tell me how that's a bad tease. Um – because all three team teases are bad, we know this. We say it every year, and we still do it. I'm trying to think. So of those three, uh, Green Bay, Tennessee. I-, I think the team most likely to screw you on this is Tennessee. You probably of right. those three games. I, I, they pl- they just played so well. The other the other two feel like absolute locks, right? right? Like it's so okay. Maybe Damn I'll it. just reduce it to a two team tease and call it a night. Because <laughs> like this Green Bay, this Green Bay line is yelling, screaming at me 
tease, tease me. them. Yes, they are re- screaming to tease. It really does. It's like when someone, if- you know, when someone's like not trying to not drink or something, and then like the the little face comes up on the on the bottle of beer, and it's like, hey, it's your old friend beer. That's what I I saw Shime look over the computer, and that that's what the DraftKings board just Isn't did that to him. Every that he's got every up. episode of How I Met Your Mother, yeah, like the basically. beer starts talking to somebody, hey, and they drink me. Like the Packers hey. lines just like, hey, Shime. Hey. You know you want to smoke these cigarettes. You know you want to tease me, Shine. Flick the nipples. Do it. Come on. Tease it. Really do it. Just flick a huge finger. Just a little bit. Um, My my last thing was going to be non-football related because I have two analytical uh, uh, young guns on the podcast. Let me hear it. (laughs) How do we defend the White Sox hiring Tony La Russa in the last hour? We don't. Baseball <laughs> analytics, I is think, very are different very different. Football. So I think football analytics. There are teams that buy into it, but also those teams understand coaching. Uh, Like, for example... Bill Belichick, baseball Bill Belichick probably would not have pulled Blake Snell uh, the other night. Good point. But well they said, do. Yeah. But uh, the, like the example I love to use is like there are you know there are situations where it's more efficient to do things. There are things that are inherently more efficient than other things. For example, throwing deep to players out of the slot works more than it does not. It works more than a lot of other things. That doesn't mean do it every play. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And I feel like baseball people, it's so ex- ex- the analytics people in baseball are so extreme to like uh. You know, this thing works, so you have to do it every time. Passing's more efficient than running. No one's saying to pass the ball every single time. Passing play. on first down is far more efficient than running, but we're not telling you to pass on every first down, especially when you have a guy like Derrick Henry. I get it. Run the football on first down every couple of times, but you like it, it's 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 an efficiency thing, whereas in baseball, they're such slaves to their saber metrics. It's yeah. guys like Keith Law that gives guys like Warren Sharp a bad name, and right. I hate it. Right, and nobody like the Patriots aren't going to pass the ball a million times a game because passing is is more, more efficient. efficient. They can't. Kyle Shanahan's can't, not going to throw the ball it. fifty times a game, right. Just because passing is inherently more efficient than running, he's not going to do it because he's better at running the football and it works for them. The same thing with the Baltimore Ravens last year; they were efficient at running the football, therefore they ran the football. It's very simple, right? It's and but baseball is just like. Here's my algorithm. Uh, Blake Snell can't pitch more than this many pitches. He comes out immediately after hitting 80 pitches or whatever the fuck number it was. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. It's it's very very well said, and it just in in 2020 the idea that a guy who first managed a game 40 years ago is capable of managing and that you know I just I, I doesn't make any sense. And is it Jim Leland going to get hired next too? Like, what are we doing? Sums up baseball. Like, I, I think Jimmy Williams. You know, Joe Walpole, Joe Morgan, Morgan Magic, bring it back. Why AJ not? Hinch is now available. You can well, sign him. Alex Cora. Cora. Those guys. Alex Cora. They, there you go. They hired. They hired Larusa over Cora and Hinch. What guys are we doing? Played like in the last the ten years of the game. Yeah, Cora's Cora's coming home. Don't worry. Just... All, right. All right. Quick recap. I have got the Green Bay Packers minus six against the Minnesota Vikings. Cincinnati Bengals. Tennessee Titans over fifty three and a half. And the Buffalo Bills. It had moved from three and a half to four. Buffalo Bills favored by four against the New England Patriots. Remember last year when it was like betting the Patriots, you'd go up in tax brackets. Now it's like betting against them. You go up in tax brackets. True. Uh, I got under 50, Indianapolis, Detroit. I got the Chargers laying three at Denver. And then uh, I'm an idiot because this bet is stupid, but I love it anyways. I'm going Kansas City laying 19 and a half uh, against the Jets. Tease me. Uh, Browns minus two and a half against the Raiders. I'll take the uh, Steelers getting four uh, against the Ravens here this weekend. And if you can find 52 and a half for Pats and Bills over under, I'd play that. But currently it's at 41. I'll still go under Patriots and Bills in a snowy, windy, disgusting Orchard Park, New York, Sunday at 1 o'clock. And as always, make sure, tweet us anything, everything. Yes, please. Pictures of literally anything. We're not even going to say slips anymore. 
If you want to send us pics, you don't even send have pictures. You want to send pictures. Send them in my DMs. It's fine. Send nudes to at WEI, at Shime Time, at Anderson JA, at Winners Club Pod. And as always, Shime, this is not a network, but it's a family. It is. Uh, hashtag Dork just announced their top 50 horror movies of all time. They did that podcast this week. I had a nice panel on, so that was great. Uh, Bradfoe Show had, like, uh, he had Joe Kelly on this week. <laughs> <laughs> did he have, like, Christian Arroyo, I think, on? Uh, he had Colin Hughes on this week. If you like the Red Sox, go check out Bradfoe. We also got the Off Day Pod, Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal, reacting to all Patriots games all the time, possibilities to Fon Gilmore getting traded the whole nine. Patriots Bills, they'll have a post-game show up uh, shortly yep. after. And uh, the Five Out podcast covering the Celtics offseason. Uh, so that is Week 8 picks. Uh, again, we went 7-1-1 last week. We're 34-28-1 on the season. Keep it going. Let's uh, keep it going. I am hardly riding. contributing to that total. So the, the club of is upon us. No patting on the back until next week. So, boys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I thought Mom was going to do it. Shime nailed it. <laughs>